Rose, Ashley Rose Nova. You can call me Ash. I'm with TWM News, and I am here with the current X Division champion, Trey Miguel. First of all, Trey, how are you today? I'm doing good. How are you? I am fantastic. Um, I'm back home. It's lovely. But other than that, I am good. I caught you live. I actually saw you win the X Division Championship. Yeah, were you there for uh, the entire weekend of yes, uh, taping? Cool, oh, I was. cool. So I don't want to give too much away because that second night has not aired yet, Correct. just yet. Yeah. <laughs> but, oh, you know, I know that you were there. I seen you tweet about it for the the second night. Yeah, yeah. Thank you for the compliment. <laughs> yeah, um, I will say I've never seen one bad match of yours. Thank you. <laughs> I really appreciate that. Yeah, unfortunately, I had to take down some stuff because uh, I guess the Twitter copyright policy changed. No, oh, I don't know how to navigate Twitter anymore. I'm just waiting for my check mark <laughs> to disappear and for me to just quit getting on that app and take it to Hive if that thing takes off. <laughs> yeah, um, Hive is interesting. It's new. Um, we're on right? It. It's like Twitter, MySpace, <laughs> and Instagram all just like hopped in a blender and made this new thing it's 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 weird i saw I someone compare it to tumblr too i've never got on tumblr i've never even like i don't yeah i don't uh, i don't i don't know about that never yeah. been to that website yeah i'm old so uh i was around during myspace when it first launched so there we go those were the days and uh, i feel like so much wavered on your myspace we had like the top four top eight and depending on where someone was numerically in that in that thing would let you know how much they uh they liked you or not and stuff like that if you were even in it at all it's so funny oh the way times change fights and friendships were ended because oh of that <laughs> you know it's true it is it is very true the great thing about that time frame when social media first started was the music. The oh music. my God. And then you could, when we finally like upgraded from just having one song, you could do like the playlist box thing and stuff like that and have your whole background. Those are the days. Yeah, it was nice. Now, now we get a cover photo and that is it. And occasionally, you know, you can tweet out like whatever you're listening to on Spotify. Right. <laughs> I do that when I have nothing going on, but I also like sharing music. So let's, uh, let's talk about your win as far as, you know, this weekend at overdrive. So, uh, what can we expect from you as a, uh, the current X division champion? I, I know, you know, that this is not your first time being a champion. I've seen you at revolver as well. I've seen you a lot of places and I've seen you hold a title. So, What's your expectations as far as being the new X Division champion? Um, the first time I had it, I think I was just a little wrapped up in the uh, kind of admiration of the championship itself. Um, it was a little unbelievable to me. So I, I think I spent too long appreciating it, if that makes any sense. Now that I have it again and I realize like how I treated it the first time. Now I'm ready to have fun with it. Um, I feel like that's something that I didn't really do the first time around the block with the championship. I was, I, I may have 
taking things a little too seriously. And now I'm just ready to have more fun with it. Um, and more fun with what I'm doing, even like championship aside and all that with my character and uh, wrestling at impact and everything like that. Like, I, I just want to start enjoying my job at a new level. I, I love the job that I do and I love the people that I work with, but, but you can never have too much fun, especially while you're getting paid to do it. So that's what I'm ready to do this time. You know, I don't, like I said, I don't want to give too much away, but I really think it's hard. I hate it. I hate it. I mean, it's, but, uh, I had tweeted, I said, uh, for the record, Trey Miguel looked really badass on night two. So (laughs) I was like, I know that's all I'm going to say, but uh, I really think, um, impact faithful. I think the fans are, are going to dig, uh, the new approach, the new look. I don't want to give it away. That's why I have not posted any photos or any videos. Um, I want them to actually, you know, see it themselves if they were not there live. And I, I appreciate that. I really do because I and I I follow back like every so often. I'll I'll do one of these follow for follow things uh, so that way I can try to see what people are like our fans and frequenters of Impact Wrestling, like what they think, how they feel, and such, and. Uh, when I do that, I, I, I finally get to see what their feedback is about certain stuff. And one of the things that I can see that they hate is when the spoilers go out. And oh, yeah. I, I can understand that, too, um, especially when they don't have access to go see the live events themselves. Maybe they live in an area that we haven't visited yet or anything like that. And they, they just want to enjoy it like they do any other program that's live without spoilers. So it, it's appreciated when people don't ruin it for the rest. I, you know, I try. I'm very big on community. You can ruin it for me. I'm the, I'm my own biggest fan. You can send me all the videos and pictures you have. I'll ask <laughs> you too. Uh, but yeah, no, I think they're really going to like it. I really do. Um, I was a little, I was surprised, but I was, like I said, I'm, I really strongly feel that they're going to enjoy, you know, this upcoming X Division run of yours. Not that they didn't enjoy the first one, but sure. You know, I definitely think they're going to enjoy this one a little bit more because I feel like it's more tailored to you as a person, as a character. Yeah, I think I agree. And I appreciate that <laughs> again. Yeah. Um, speaking of where to watch Impact, um, let's, you know, tell people you can get Impact Plus. Uh, you can also become an Ultimate Insider on YouTube. You go to YouTube.com slash Impact Wrestling for, you know, you got access to the archive. You get access to Impact Plus events, and you can watch Impact every Thursday, commercial-free, chat with the community, and also you can watch it on Access TV. So, now... Uh, I actually subscribed to the uh, <clears throat> to the Impact uh, YouTube channel, so the ultimate every so often... Yeah, the, the, uh, so every so often, I, that that's my main way of watching it, uh, because with... However many, I, I don't watch anything that's live on TV anymore. Like there's really nothing that isn't just directly put on streaming services. So I kind of find cable obsolete anymore. Um, so YouTube is the way that I tune in every week to watch impact. And every so often I'll hop in the chat box and just start fooling with people. So you never know, yeah. do it that way. And you might run into a conversation with me. <laughs> it's, it's fun. You know, it's nice to actually, you know, chat with people while they're watching it. Yeah, I, you know, watch it that way. Um, you also get BTI as well and additional 
programs, you know, interview programs. I think Tom has one on there as well. Sammy has his, you know, occasionally he pops on live. So my boss, Richard, he's not here for this party, the shindig. He wanted to know what's your favorite Spider-Man movie. Ooh, that could be a, that's a hard question. Um, it is and it isn't, I guess. Um, probably No Way Home. The, I mean, like, that's just like the most ultimate Spider-Man movie, I guess. It's we the could best have. one, honestly. Let's, let's talk about it. It's, it's got everyone. 1000%. And then I, secondly, and this is a surprise, but I would, I think uh, the Miles Morales Spider-Verse movie. I did not expect to love that movie as much. I, I, checking it out, I was like, all right, this is probably going to be pretty cool. It's Spider-Man. It's Miles Morales. It has to be good. I loved that movie. Seriously, I, I hold that in such a high regard. So that might be number two, but yeah, No Way Home, hands down. Yeah, you know, the first ones were good. You know, the first Spider-Man movie. Uh, the third one, not so much. And I'm talking about, like, if we're talking about director uh, Sam oh, Sam Ray. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of Sam Raimi, are you a horror movie fan? I saw you talking yes. about Halloween. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I'm a huge, huge horror film fan. Uh, I got my whole right leg is tattooed with, it's a Halloween sleeve. Is that, that, why, still is that why you were quite upset? Quite upset's not even remotely close to the way I was actually feeling. I was ready to burn things down. <sighs> I've been avoiding that Halloween movie, so it's okay. Do, do, I mean, if you if you want to just enjoy like your fandom of Halloween, it's worth never ever checking out. It seriously is. I, if I could go back and not watch that movie, I'd go back and just like wonder. I, I would I would deal with the what ifs and all of that, but I would. Yep, if I could take it back, I would. Now we'll go to a couple questions from the community. So thank you, I appreciate you tweeting it out as well. But I always like to ask them. You know, if they have any questions for whoever I have an interview coming up with. Rock wants to know, not Dwayne Johnson, but, you know, Rock Man for the community wants to know, uh, will you get another tattoo? If so, of what? Um, yeah, actually, I have a we're still working on the rest of my leg. I have to do the back of my thigh next for uh, the Halloween sleeve on my right leg. And then uh, some filler stuff in between to connect everything. And I think I probably have, I have two appointments booked for the month of January on it. And then probably two or three left to go after that. So that'll be what's next in the books. It's all Michael Myers stuff for now. Outside of that, I don't, I, I'm so sick of tattoos right now. They hurt so bad. I got one more to do. I'm going to cover up one that's behind my ear and then just get it moved somewhere else because it was like a matching tattoo and so on that I don't care to have a matching tattoo with anymore, but the tattoo still means a lot to me. So I want to have it, but uh -huh. that'll probably be the next thing on the list outside of this Halloween piece. <clears throat> they hurt so bad. I, 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 I'm so over it. I swear to God, I'm so over it. I hate it so much. Uh, it's it's fine. It's understandable, you know, especially if you get like your rib cage done. You get your. Uh, I don't have a chest piece, you know, but I hear that they, they're they're pretty, it's, it's, they're, they're it's painful. I hear yeah. they're painful. 
they hurt. You don't want to move a lot, but you're also, you got to breathe. And when you breathe, you know, your chest expands and that's right where they're trying to keep straight lines and whatnot. It's, yeah, it's just, it's not fun. And um, as far as, you know, your X Division Championship, let's, you know, we'll go back to it. Who are you looking forward to facing? And also, who would you want to face, you know, outside of Impact? Because, you know, sometimes Impact, you know, tends to put the belts on the line at certain indie promotions. Um, mm-hmm. I've seen it at AAW. Um, I not I can't recall if it's been done at Revolver. I'm sure it has. So who would you look forward to facing or who would you want to take that type of opportunity? You know, I, I, I got asked this question earlier and um, I gave a different answer. And since then, I've been within the hour and 15 minutes I've had since my last interview, I've been watching wrestling. And my answer, I have a different answer. Not that like I don't want the answer that I gave you before, no, but it's okay. um, I was thinking about it. And um, I got to share just a matter of minutes in the ring with Frankie Kazarian um for a gauntlet that we recently did and it was a really fun few minutes and he's a guy that was on television before i even started training when all i was was a fan and i didn't realize how much i liked frankie as a person and a wrestler until i had gotten to know him and shared a locker room with him one of the first conversations that we had was about halloween he's a huge halloween fan too i was changing in the locker room and he noticed my leg tattoos and he just he asked me like are you excited for halloween ends and i was like absolutely and then we just dove into it for like two hours and then we got to wrestle for a little bit and i was like man this he is the man like he is he seriously is the dude's an anomaly and i don't think he gets enough seriously i don't think he gets enough credit for just how good he is the dude is so so smooth out there and i thought about i was like man that only lasted like two or three minutes for me i'd love a 15 20 minute match with him if i could ever have him so i would put frankie kazarian on that list at the top of it right now he's so good so good oh 1000 percent. now I believe my other, I believe it was my other boss, Jade, wanted to know what is your uh, playlist looking like, you know, before you go out to the ring? I listen to a lot of issues. Issues is probably what I'm listening to before I go out to wrestle or. It's, uh, oh my God, it's, it's hilarious. I, I mean, just because it just came out, but like the Drake and 21 Savage album is it's so hard to listen to without thinking about all the memes that have hit the internet over over just like one song alone but i listen to that but more than anything i listen to the band issues that's that's my favorite band that's like a the rascals favorite band so like i, I think of des and zach and myron's not so high on them i don't even think myron has ever listened to them or anything like that but it takes me back to a place where you know it was all three of us at impact doing our thing and that's like my favorite time in wrestling 
<clears throat> throughout my entire career. So that puts me in a good place right before I wrestle. But if I'm being quite honest, I'm not really a music guy before I wrestle. And that's something I was actually thinking about this last set of uh, tapings that we did. I was walking up the stairs to get in gorilla position and Frankie Kazarian was, he had headphones on and he was doing like a little workout. And I thought about it then. I was just like, you know, I never, I don't really listen to music a whole lot before I wrestle. I, I, I see guys that, keep headphones on all day or right up before their match and it it doesn't help me focus on the match if anything it, it'll take me out of like the thought process or anything like that so and i like to try to stay into it as much as possible but i normally get a workout in the day of that i wrestle so issues will be on the playlist but leading up to it i don't really listen to music well, that's okay you know i think everyone has their own like rituals you know practices as far as when they're getting ready so it, it's you know it's totally understandable you want to be in the zone you want to make sure exactly you know what you're doing you want to be prepared so that's understandable so uh what are the chances of the rascals getting back together and what are the chances of myron reed maybe coming over i have I have no answer for either, honestly. Um, aside from the independence that Myron, Zach, and I get to frequent, that's probably the closest that anyone will get for the foreseeable future. You know, like um, Desmond Wesley, he's in NXT. He signed a, uh, an extension on his contract earlier this year, so he's already there for more time than he originally thought he would be when he initially got signed on. Zach, who is just on the independence right now. Um, and then Myron, I believe, has another year with MLW. And I have another year with Impact Wrestling. So it, it, it's a lot of moving parts. And it, it makes it difficult to answer that question, unfortunately. But um, okay. unless you see us on the independence, the, ver the variation that you will get of the Rascals would only consist of Myron, myself, and Zach, unfortunately. I who knows when all four of us will ever get back together. That's okay. You know, that's just a, a question from the community. That's yeah. honestly what their main question was. So thank you for yeah. answering that. And, you know, that at least gives them an idea. Sure. So you're a Halloween fan? Yep. That's that's my jam. That's, that's my number one out of everything. So uh, what's your favorite Halloween and why is it Halloween 3? I'm gonna leave the right. leave, leave button. <laughs> sorry, come on, that was good. Oh my god, <laughs> that was good. Um, it's seventy-eight. That's a good one. It's good. It has to be the original. It's it's the only one that was that portrayed the vision that was it was supposed to. Everything after that was some spinoff of some sort. You know what I mean? Like John Carpenter or John Carpenter. I don't know why I said that weird. I like stretched out the R. Um, he, ne he never wanted part two to be a thing. So then when part three happened, I mean, that just went all the way off the rails. It was supposed to be an anthology after that point. Yeah. And I understand that, but, and it didn't work. And yeah, once that didn't, didn't work, it was like, okay, let's, let's leave it. But I don't hate any of the sequels after I hate things about them. Um, my least favorite mask is, part five hands down it's not even freaking it's not, it's not the correct mask so yeah it, it, i believe it's a different mold of someone's mm -hmm. face and then there's this weird triangle that is just like 
yeah. around the nose because they had to do a weird fix. I hate part four's mask, but I understand why that mask looks the way it does. Um, I actually, H2O had a sucky mask, but it, I think it's one of the best stories out of the entire series of them. Resurrection gets a lot of flack. I think, I think for, How do I don't hate it? it because I think every, Think like there, there's got to be one for comedic relief a little bit, something like you know what I mean. Yeah, I'm not mad, different. I, I, it, it's not William not, Shatner's face. Yeah, and uh, um, it, and it looked, it didn't look terrible. I think for any other mask that wasn't Shatner's face, Part Six was probably my favorite mask. I'm glad you brought up Part Six because I was actually going to ask you how you felt about Part Six because there are some I wasn't, feelings about it um part six was yeah it, it was what it was i'm i actually like part six i'm not a fan of the man in black idea um i was never high on the curse of the thorn either or like the the occult aspect of it it, it, it started to reveal too much i think the less we know the more frightening it is and the more that you try to reveal it's just like this becomes less and less fun to watch but i don't hate the movie if I hate any of them at all, it's Halloween ends. And <laughs> not even uh, that and who doesn't love Paul Rudd? You know, a lot of people don't like that movie. I yeah, I know. And I don't know why. I, I honestly don't get it. But I do know that there's like two different variations of that movie. I've seen yeah, and, and I've seen the I've seen the original. I used to have a bootleg VHS of it when I was a kid and uh I lost it, but it, now you can, there's a DVD remaster of the original cut that you can watch out there. So, and it's been since I was a kid, since I've watched that version of it. And I actually, this was something I was talking to Kazarian about. He's the one that told me that there's a DVD of it. Yeah. So I'm going to go out there and get this DVD and sit down and watch it soon. Yeah. Uh, my sister's actually a really big Halloween fan, which is why I know mm -hmm. so much about it. She's like, uh, she collects like, you know, pretty much every single release. Mm -hmm. So I've seen so many different releases of pretty much all of them. You know, besides Halloween, um, you know, we could talk about Rob Zombie's Halloween. You know, wasn't too bad. I don't hate it. Some people. I don't hate. hate I don't hate the first one. The first one I don't completely hate. The second one is right there with <clears throat> Halloween ends. It's pretty close. What else do you like? I see you have a poster of the Joker. I believe that is. Yeah, that, that was actually a gift from my mom. I used to be, I used to love the Dark Knight like every other tool in the world that thought the Joker was cool. Um, aside from wrestling. He is great. I think, I think people, it's just like it became all you saw forever though. You know what I mean? Like, do we all just only have one interest? Do we only think this one thing is cool? Um, but I'm, I'm really big on sneakers. I love collecting shoes. Uh, hunting them down is my favorite part of it. Trying to go to different shops. We were just in Louisville over the weekend, and there was this place called The Capsule that had a bunch of stuff. I think Josh Alexander went in there and bought. It looked like, like five or six pairs of shoes. And he had a bunch of vintage WWF and WCW shirts and stuff like that for sale. Um, and I like visiting shops like that when I'm traveling. I didn't get to visit that shop, unfortunately. I didn't have time. This, With everything that we had going on this weekend, this was hands down the busiest 
weekend at impact that i've ever had i had a lot to, for day two anyway that was just there was so much to get done in that day um so i didn't get to visit that shop but there's shops around toledo and other places that i go whenever we get to a different city one of the first things i look up is if they have a, a sneaker resale shop because that means that i have somewhere to go hunt for gold and uh the thrill of the hunts the favorite part getting in the ubers and going across you know 45 minutes somewhere that you in a neighborhood you got no idea about meeting people finding out where their interest even lies is this something that they like do they love sneakers or is this just a means to make money for them and they know how to do this they know how to flip things um some people have pieces of history hanging up inside of their sneaker shops and vintage shops and stuff like that so that's one of my favorite things to do outside of wrestling i spend more time diving into that than i do wrestling anymore like when it comes to like watching it and stuff like that uh-huh. and uh-huh. like what i do with my phone and such but yeah that, that's a big one for me as far as you know sneakers what's your favorite pair that you've come across oh man all right so i have two favorites um it's hard because i have one tattooed on me it's in it's my best friend one of my best friends back home he owns a sneaker resale shop inside the mall so i have the air jordan chicago one uh tattooed on my arm and that's the logo that he uses and then i have the name of his store under it too it's called soul status but I didn't own this shoe forever. It's one of the hardest shoes to get your hands on. And uh, it just got re-released this past Saturday and I went and bought two pairs of it. <laughs> so that's probably probably my biggest hit so far, but I don't know if it's my favorite pair. My favorite pair I do own. I bought it for my birthday earlier this year. It is the Air Jordan 4 Off-White. And I'm scared as a motherfucker every time I put it on. The last time I wore it, I wore it to impact. I put it in my bag wrapped in plastic and I don't know what touched that plastic in between me wearing it and taking it out of my bag, but something did. And it stained the side of my shoe. I spent about 45 minutes in my window to get the best sunlight that I could uh, brushing the, this. I don't know what was left on it, but I had to do all this uh, suede scrubbing and erasing and re-napping to get it back to where it was but i saved the shoe it's perfectly okay if it i haven't looked at it since and if i pull it out and realize that something is wrong with it i will cry i will fork up an additional fourteen hundred dollars to rebuy the shoe and i'll sell that pair and the, the, the crazy thing about these things is what the value of them goes for like that shoe that i paid thirteen fifty for. I could wear this thing probably 10 times and then go and sell it for at least eight or $900. It's, it's the world of sneakers is crazy. It's such a hard thing to explain to people unless you love it and you just get it yourself. You know, I'm not really big on collecting shoes, but I love shoes as well. Just in yeah. general, I do. Um, main reason is because I don't, I don't know how to appropriately walk. And what I mean is like, I tend to scuff my shoes. Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> I know exactly what I'm talking about. Like, <laughs> oh my god, I, I, I mean, like, I know where my love for sneakers comes from. It comes from getting picked on. I got picked on so hard when I was a kid. I went to, um, I went to Cherry Elementary and DeVoe Junior High and Start High School. And throughout my entire life, my dad was like, "Look, man, I made too many of you guys." 
I got to buy a lot of shoes. All right. I ain't got the, I ain't got money for Air Jordans and Air Force ones like you guys want. Was there like 12, so, 12 of y'all? There were, so joke. I mean, funny enough, that's the number. That's how many of us there are. Cheaper by the dozen. But, but we are so spread out. Like my oldest brother is in his 40s. Yeah. I'm just 28. So, um, growing up though, it was like Buddha, Christian, Kayla, and myself were the ones that weren't adults yet that, you know, in my lifetime that he was taking care of. So he's, he's like, yo, I'm, I'm, I'm buying shoes for four of you guys. We can't do the most right now. And there used to be this shop down the street that sold fake shoes. They showed, they sold the knockoffs. So he would get us the knockoffs and we would go to school my shoe would have a hole in it at the end of two weeks my bottom the bottom of my fake air force ones you could see the little waffle grid mark and i got made fun of hard for it like super hard and it made like back then that sucked especially for something that like i couldn't control and no matter how much i cried and asked for like a new pair of shoes i couldn't justify it to my dad to get it for me like he he just he didn't see how much i was getting bullied in school because i didn't bring it home uh-huh. and so like that carried over through my high school years and everything like that. And with that, you know, you become envious and jealous of the people that get to have all those things. So I told myself then like, you know, whenever, when my dreams come true, one of the things I'm going to do is I'm going to buy myself any shoe I ever want. If I want it, I'm buying it for myself. Like I don't, it's going to make, it's going to, it's my own reparations. It may be silly to other people, but I paid. I ate so much shit for so long that now you'll you'll never see me in a shitty pair of shoes. It just won't be a thing. I, I, uh, I dealt I dealt with that for too long, and it made me feel too crappy about myself at an age where things like that should not have mattered, and it's something that you shouldn't have been getting bullied for. And I did, and it, like I'd get physically abused for. I'd get like jumped and beat up by kids that just. Thought I like it was funny because of things I didn't have that they did, and the difference between us was entertaining to them. I understand. I, you know, I went through a lot of difficulties in high school as well. Uh, you know, growing up as you know, in South Texas, as you know, some chick that liked you know, punk rock and had that preference and style of music, you know, very few friends not a major you know scene so i understand but uh we're gonna wrap it up trey and i have to ask you this question and i ask everyone that i talk to from impact um from impact as well do you have anything to say to your fans who will watch this video that any advice anything positive you want to tell them Life is about smiles and cries. It's the one thing that we have control over. It really is. Like, people can't rob you of that. You can choose to smile. Even when you're crying, you really can. One of my best friends two nights ago, I missed two, or not two nights ago, but yesterday night, I missed two interviews that I was supposed to do yesterday because one of my best friends called me hysterical. I've never heard him like this. And he was he was trying to commit suicide. So I stayed up with him the entire night until he was straight and until he was ready to go to bed. And we had talked him down and all this. Um, I was up until about 10 AM and he called me at 8 PM the night before. And 
I've never been more proud of my friend to be that close to doing something so self-harmful. And he reached out and asked for help and, or asked for help. And we are getting into the season where seasonal depression is something that's very serious. And it's something that shouldn't be taken lightly along with any other mental health issues. And if my friend didn't call me, he said that he had no one else to call. And I'm just really glad that I was free and available to do that for him because if I didn't answer that phone call, who knows what would have happened. Call anyone and everyone that you can and that you think will help you and even people that you may feel like you may be annoying. He was so afraid to be annoying me at the time that that was what we talked about for half of the night. I had to convince him that it doesn't matter what time of day, like I'm, you can call me for this if anything. Reach out to someone. You can always ask for help. Do not be ashamed of that. Your friends and family will be so happy and proud that you did that. All right. Well, thank you so much. Thank you for your time and congratulations on your upcoming run as um, X Division champion. You know, thank you so much. I, you're welcome. So thank you again for your time. Of course, you too.